Welcome back to Off the Record, and we've got Don in the hot seat today. Hey. Hey. Okay. Oh, hot seat is the uh, we got the hottest seat in the world with even hotter questions, where we literally just gonna bombard you with questions. You just gotta answer them, right? Just be as truthful as possible. Everybody can tell who's a liar here, but we're gonna start it off real cool and cold. Prepare to declassify every file in your brain. <laughs> declassify. Yeah. And Bart's gonna start it off real cool and lukewarm, and then we'll build up the heat. All right. All right. Let's That'd do be a lukewarm question, dude. If you had to pick one for the rest of your life, one way. If you had to pick one for the rest of your life, would it be a pogo stick or skip it? Jesus, dude, you're so oh, good. Oh, pogo stick. Pogo stick, why? Oh, Over yeah. a skip it? Because it's you can travel further uh, on the distance. You can use it as a tool. Good answer. Good answer. If there was a unicycle in the form of a pogo stick, would you ride it? <laughs> Logistic, yeah, explain how that like, would work. Can you draw this diagram? <laughs> can you explain that? Can you all right, all right. Imagine a unicycle, right? And then you sit on the unicycle, and it's a stick. Make like sure you know which stick. way the stick's pointing, by the way. Yeah, and, and, and then you bounce, you bounce all the flesh way Flesh-colored unicycle. No. Good answer, good answer, good answer. You currently in a relationship? I am. Okay, so I'm not gonna ask too many weird questions about relationship stuff. Let's that go. was for me. That was a censoring for me thing. Wow, alliance. How long have you been <laughs> together? Uh, about two years. Mm, Is she yeah. subscribed? I'll, I'll, I'll... Subscribed. I hope so. I, I have a question. Okay, so so a follow up to that is so like, you know. Um, you do a lot of macho shit, right? And this is what I noticed, it's pretty funny, right? So like you come from a place where bullets are flying at you, you're a soldier, all this stuff. Did you have, when you came back to the civilian world, did you have a nervous feeling when you came up and talked to women? 100%, yeah. Right? Because I noticed that like, there'll be like crazy fighters and like all these like dudes that are like doing macho shit. And then when it comes to like girls, they're like, fuck, they're back in junior high mode and like, I don't know what to do, what am I gonna say? Because they only know how to flirt with dudes. They know how to flirt with death is what I'm saying. That's what I'm <laughs> wow. talking about, man. I like that, Joe. Wow. That's but it's a different, it's a different uh, feeling, right? It's like a different world. Completely, yeah. Were you, were you in a relationship while you were uh, in Afghanistan? Um, depends. Is that where you were? Afghanistan? Yeah. yeah. What was your most recent deployment? Uh, to the Philippines. To the Philippines? Oh, and yeah. you were in a relationship during then? Um, this last one? No. And then, I mean, my most recent one, no. So, 2017. No. And then in Afghanistan, you also were in a relationship. I was in a relationship. You were? Reason. Yeah. So, How did you have sex? Did you write sex through papers? Like, what was the oh, horniest, <laughs> horniest, <laughs> or ro most romantic? Thing you've done, like have you just well, well, on, a, on an envelope right. send it, or you have her send her? She has sent you panties. With send, send, pa send panties when you got some panties in the mail, dude. It's like, Ooh. Ooh. what about in the letter? Did they write a sex story? Yeah, they write sex. Did you go yes and then put on her panties? <laughs> <laughs> or does your commanding officer like take it and like read it first and then like give it to you? No, they don't do that. What, is, what does she say? Well, like, what are some of the things that you're like, got you going good? <laughs> I, I can't wait to rip off, or I can't wait for you to rip off these panties off of me. Oh, that's pretty tight. And she sent them to you. She is quite the author. She is quite the author. Do you guys, do you guys over there, like you know, share things like that? 
Yeah, we talk about we, no, I mean, no, I'm gonna share like like oh man, Nick's mad lonely. Hey, dude, just sniff this panty. Like thanks, man. Like, appreciate it. You sniff mine, I'll sniff yours, and you guys take it and switch it. Oh my first, my first appointment to Iraq, my uh, cousins sent me a flashlight. Whoa! And then did you? That's a good gift, though. Do you know what a dark night is? <laughs> so when you have the flashlight, um, did you pass it around? <laughs> Your turn, dude. Yeah, for a fee. You know what I mean? For a fee. Oh, shit. You were a flashlight there. He was a flashlight. Condom, dog. You wearing a condom? Were you gonna fuck my flashlight? I don't want to wear a condom. You better give me two packs of cigarettes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> your flashlight was during a deployment? Yeah. Which? In Iraq. Or what was your go-to oh. place to use a flashlight? Oh yeah. Dude, you don't have much options. You so, know, that big bay, bay I was talking about with like with 30 dudes sleeping in it. Yeah. And then you had uh, like a wood shack, a portage on that you yeah. take a shit in. So it's one of those. Damn. So when you're jacking off with um, you know, like your platoon or, or, or no, squad, right? You got your unit there. Everyone's in buck with, with the with, boys. With, in the, the, the bay with people? Yeah. So yeah. when there's people there, right? A part of me, if I, I was there, shit. this is, you know, I'd, I'd actually be self-conscious about, man, am I gonna come too quick? Cause I don't want my boys around. <laughs> Yo. You know, I don't want the boy, I don't want them to be like, yo, Joe, yo, Joe you yeah. come quick. He started, he just yeah. came. I think I would like act out a little bit. I think it roast So then people will be like, damn, Joe Jack's off a long time, huh? Cause I need a, I don't know, my pride would be hurt a little bit. Like, yeah. do you, have you considered that? Like, you want people to go, damn, Joe went at it all night long. Yeah, <laughs> he was on that flesh, he's that marathon. Well, I guess you gotta look at the rest of the platoon and if like six or seven people have like really, as long as you yeah. outlast them, yeah. Yeah. you're like in the clear, right? Cause sometimes yeah. I do that when I'm like, when I'm pissing, right? And I'm like, Oh, this is one of those pees where I thought I had to pee, but I don't gotta pee that much. But the guy next to me is peeing for a long time. And now I don't wanna be a fucking two yeah. second pee guy. Yeah. I'm gonna stand here like I'm still peeing. Yeah. I thought that was just me, man. Thank you for Everybody, sharing, bro. So that's how I would feel if I'm be in a, a, man. Be a man. Be a, be a man. man. I'm all jacking off and I'm like, yeah, I, I wanna finish right now, but like. Damn, it's only Everybody's been like 30 timing, yeah. seconds and yeah. shit. They're timing me right now, dude. But I bet you're trying to rush though. You're trying to get that shit over with, kind of. Huh? Yeah, dude. Yeah, you don't want to. You want to be. You don't want to miss the mission. Just trying to be the man, you know. What's the nastiest uh, jack off thing that you did over there that that only makes sense over there? Like you would never do here. Oh, but probably all of it. But don't, don't you need jacking off in a platoon of thirty people on one bed? That's one of them. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. one of them. But okay, so right. other than that, <laughs> did you like, like fucking let's jack off together yeah, or yeah. like you know? You guys share phones. Let's, let's, I love Don's face right now, dude. He's like, let's share hands. Yeah. Let's, Are you telling me? Let's do hands so it feels like it's a different person. You know, I'm so used to myself. I like, know this is your worst imitating it, but I still feel uncomfortable. With that. <laughs> the double Dutch what? The double Dutch rudder? Double Dutch rudder. Yeah. It's where you hold the guy's hand. Like, what's the. No, it's like when I'm holding my dick, you're holding your dick, and I'm grabbing your bicep. Working that for you right there. Why is it Dutch? What's the. Because I'm not going to touch your dick. That's gay. <laughs> what's the nastiest thing that you've done? I don't know. It's probably, probably share porn. I don't know, man. It gets. <laughs> Oh yeah, what kind of materials are you guys watching? Are you guys using imagination? You guys use a spank? No, we have a um, we had a hard drive and everybody was sharing it and we didn't have laptops over at the time, so everybody was using an iPod 
with a screen. Oh shit! It's like one with a little circle thing on it. The one you do, you you what? Scroll up and down. You know, I was like, hey, I'm done. Pass it to the next guy. So it's like passing around a Playboy, but on an iPod. Yeah, it's pretty high tech. Yeah, that's pretty tight though, actually. And you put the headphones into? Headphones in and everything, full blast. So you said like you know, even before the military, right? Like you always were able to perform under pressure, right? Um, and then you think after the military, like having bullets fly around you, you feel like you can perform even better now under pressure? I would say it depends what type of pressure, cause mm -hmm. um, people could feel social pressure, people could feel fear, people could feel sexual pressures. So like- So in the environment, it depends on how you, how you view it then how yeah. you kind of react to it, so. So, okay, so like, let's say something that does give you pressure, like, I don't know, like being in a business meeting or something that you're not familiar with, right? Um, how do you deal with it when you feel that nervousness or like, oh shit, my emotions are taken over and I can't think clear? First, I think it's like, hey, this is a first world problem. I'm not getting shot at. I'm not, you know, mm. I'm not gonna about to die. And then the next one is just, just breathe. You know, I do a lot of breath work, breathing exercise to kind of help you put you in the right mental state. So. All right, I'm gonna I'm get personal, okay? Because yeah. this, this applies to me. When you feel petty, and you wanna fucking demolish the shit of some, somebody who maybe offended you, right? Like crossed you. Maybe a middle age to an older white dude in a business meeting who you just want to <laughs> destroy because of the way he spoke to you. Or a random Asian kid at JJ's Hong Kong Cafe. <laughs> True. <laughs> Shout out to that random Asian kid, man. <laughs> That's why undercuts are illegal, okay? For this young man. <laughs> yes, he did have an undercut. But um, but yeah, like let's say it's like your e like you know that that petty moment takes over, right? And you're just like, man, I want to be petty right now, and I want to talk some shit, but it's not professional. Um, what do what do you do in that point? Like do you, like how do you stay stoic without being like? I, I, I'm just gonna fucking go for it. Well, you gotta remember the reason why you're in that situation. That's good advice. Yeah. That's really good advice. Yeah, because like, hey, are you there to make a business deal to not lose 20 grand a month? Yeah. Or are you there to fucking be petty and talk shit to some white guy? Today's video is brought to you by Audible. You know, these days, hmm. I like to listen to um, things to kind of help me improve. Because I feel like when we first started JK and Barbell, like I would study a bunch, right? And then you use those tools and then you would implement it, and then I feel like, oh man, I feel like I reached my plateau or my ceiling on the next know-how, so I need to get more know-how in my brain, and I love Audible, because I have a ton of audiobooks, and my favorite part about that is especially when the author is the same person speaking. Oh, that's the best. Because you can hear the emotions. Yeah. Uh, you could hear their like speech cadence, and it feels like they're talking directly to you, and especially like on these long drives, I'm just driving, I could either listen to booty shaking for four hours, mm -hmm. or I could actually learn and increase my brain powers. I like booty shaking too, it, it, it increases my penis powers. Yeah. But learning sometimes is a lot better because you can grow from that, mm -hmm. even though the other way you can grow down there. But then the point I'm trying to make here is that Audible is pretty awesome and they have podcasts, they have stories, they have all kinds of cool things, so much content to check out. And if you're a new member, you get 30 days free. Which is amazing, and I highly recommend you check it out. 
Because if you don't like it, there's nothing that's gonna cost you, you know? Mm -hmm. You can just be like, oh, I didn't really like it, that wasn't for me. And that's completely cool. But if that interests you, go check it out. Go to audible.com slash off the record. Or text off the record to 500-500. That's audible.com slash off the record or text off the record to 500-500. So, so, exactly. Don't compromise the objective. I got what I wanted, right? So, a, a mission accomplished. Every single point, mission accomplished. <laughs> now, the PTSD of it is I'm replaying my mind and going, oh, but I wish I did it this way. Do you ever go through that? So it's like mission accomplished? Everybody has regrets and like, hey, I could have done this better, I could have done this better, yeah. but you can't change anything in the past. You gotta take the experiences that you learn and like the lessons learned from that experience then apply it to the next one. So you really can't. That's so good. I was hoping you would give me revenge techniques, but goddamn. Right, we're at the uh, 11 minute mark of the video. This is where we like to turn up the heat a little bit. So we're gonna turn up the heat. Okay. You ready for this? I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask an honest question. I'm asking. It's so not true though. It's ask an honest question. You don't have to answer though, even though it's hot. All right. You ever kill anybody? <clears throat> yes. What was that like? Your first time. I mean. It depends on what kind of situation you're in, right? It, are you getting shot at? Are you just defending your friends? Are you? I'm just, yourself? I'm just asking you about your situation. Your the case. first time. Yeah, your first time. Yeah, it was. Uh, in a, I mean, like most of the firefights over there or gunfights over there, you're at 100 to 300 meters away. So if you get in a gunfight, you know all your homies are going to be there to back you up, and they're also going to be in the gunfight. That's what they live for. So like when someone dies on the road on the corner of it, like. Are you the guy that killed them? Maybe, maybe not. Are you the guy that killed them? So it's just oh, chaotic and, and it's far away. You just don't know where you're, if you actually got it confirmed or not. I mean, yeah, exactly. I wasn't a sniper, so like they weren't gonna tell me like, hey, you got that one shot, one kill kind of situation mm -hmm. for that. You know, I'm also like dropping bombs. When you drop a bomb, like you're killing whatever oh, okay, is in that yeah. area, mm -hmm. you know? And sometimes we have the ability to go over there and, and check if, our effects were what we wanted to be, sometimes we didn't. I wouldn't even, yeah, that's true, because I wasn't even considering the mm -hmm. fact that, like, okay, when I think of this, I'm thinking of a very personal, like, you're breaking into, like, a compound, right? Like a SWAT team, and then you're coming in and you're eliminating someone that's, like, maybe 10 feet away. But then your job was actually calling in a, a, a drone or some kind of bomb, deployment right? was. Like, we definitely kicked in doors, we were in the house, you know, and we were in that situation as well, but... Um, so that's why I'm saying it depends on what kind of situation, mm. how you feel about it. The closer, it. the closer you are, of course, like the more impacted you are by it because you see it like firsthand. So in that situation, it's a little bit different. Which is the one that impacted you the most in either a good or bad way? I mean, there's definitely situations I'm, I'm definitely not proud of of the things that ha happen over there, of course. And those are the ones that impacted me a lot heavier than... I guess it's still... Like haunt you till this day? Yeah, for sure. Is it, um, so I wasn't listening to a Rogan. Was it that guy, Dakota? I Dakota Myers? Yeah, um, but there was one where it was like, or it was a Marcus Luttrell, I forgot. But one of them was saying they were in a man-to-man -man situation. Both have no more rounds. And it was literally, I win or you win. So he had like yeah. a rock in his hand and Jesus just pounding Christ. the head, right? And it's like, he says, at that split moment when you're looking eye to eye, that's really when you just see the humanity in people, where both people just want to survive. But they know only one person's making it out. That's, in, that's, that's intense. Yeah, just, it's like, holy fuck, it, it's got to be me, you know? And, the other, and you could see, like, that person and, you know, that in their eyes. And it was just like, um, 
like really, really intense? Did you ever experience something like that? Uh, thank God I've never been into a hand-to-hand -hand combat situation. I can only imagine what that would be like, but that'd be crazy. Because that makes it so personal, right? Uh, yeah. With just blunt objects, that's so primal versus like, like let's say like uh, if you're a guy just doing drone strikes, it still affects them, but then it's so, it's a little bit like, removed. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. No. It's not as real. Yeah. Like it is real, but it's it's also very uh, like you're looking at a computer screen, you know. Yeah, but I also like to caveat is that like the trauma that a person, a drone pilot goes through, or the per the trauma that maybe like Marcus Latour or whoever Dakota Miser was, could be the same exact level oh, to them. Yeah, yeah, mm. that's true. Mm. You know, so everyone's different, so it's like hard to challenge like. Oh, you haven't been through shit and all yeah. that stuff. People like in the military and the veterans community is kind of like that, which is mm. shitty. But it shouldn't be like that, you know. It'd be like yeah. you went through your own shit. I went through my own shit, and yeah. we're still. What was the situation that was the craziest to you? Probably can't talk about that one. Oh, yeah, but um, yeah. Was there was there ever a moment when you were out there that you didn't believe in what you were doing, but you still had to go forward with it? I would say like when you're in that situation, when you're on deployment, you're so sucked into the situation that's going around you. Your environment is your world, right? Because you don't have much communication as we're back at home. So like you're, if you're getting shot at, like that's your world. Like yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't want to get shot at. Yeah. I want to go home to my family. So I'm going to focus on not getting shot at or killing the guys that are shooting trying to shoot you. me or my yeah. friends. Yeah. And that becomes your world. Yeah. So it's not like uh, I don't want to do this anymore. It comes a little bit of survival, a little bit of joy. A little bit of excitement when you know yeah. you gotta do cool things, so it's like a mixture of that kind it's of like tunnel vision in a way, huh? It's 100. Yeah. percent No, knowing all the stuff that you've been through, if you have a kid and they go, "I want to be a raider like you, pops," would you say, "Do it"? I would let him decide on whatever he wants to do in life for sure, but I would give him the information that he needed to to understand um, a little bit about what he's about to go through, so that way he can prepare a little bit more, so he can go into the situation not being blindsided by all that. Were you blindsided as a raider? Or did you know what you were gonna get yourself into? I think I was definitely blindsided in the right way where like, hey, it was like a rude awakening for me to stop stealing clothes or whatever I was doing at the time and getting into the military. Then I got a taste of the adrenaline and that kind of lifestyle. Then I wanted more of it. I wanted more in a professional environment. I wanted to do cooler things with yeah. the skills and I believe that I had the skills to do that so so like your first deployment um when you're just with your like regular unit were you infantry or yeah. whatever so like that kind of I guess work is different from special ops work right like it's yeah. like one is like super crazy dangerous job versus the other one is like more like maintenance. I would not say it's any more dangerous depends on the area that you're at depends on the uh, enemy that you're fighting at the time mm. um but the difference for me, the huge difference was in a regular infantry unit, you were very reactive to the things that you, was happening around you. So we got shot at, we shoot back. We oh. get shot at, we try to chase these guys down, you know? Oh. And in the special operations, we were actively hunting these guys. We were actively collecting mm. information to figure out where they live, where they sleep, where they eat. And then we do our jobs in that manner. So it's like ninja assassin unit versus like, you know, guards or yeah. something but like the assets that you have in a special operations team you have a lot of intelligence at, uh, like assets in the infantry like you have maybe a helicopter that flies by once every three days that can look at something for you Got it. So you, you did you feel safer in the normal infantry unit versus special ops no i felt a lot safer 
in a, in a really bad area with special operations. And because I, of the resources? Yeah, because like, oh, you're the first one to get, if you call like a, what they call a tick, so like troops in contact, like you're getting air acid in Afghanistan probably in like 10 minutes. So if you can survive for 10 minutes, you got bombs coming, you got guns coming, you got airships coming to, to come save your ass. Have, have you, you ever, oh. I think we're gonna, yeah, yeah, have yeah. you ever been in a situation like where you're like, oh shit, we're all gonna get wiped out. Like, and then they come to rescue you and it's like a movie and you're like, you came to last minute. I, I personally have never been in that situation. I've oh. always been on the, the better side of the fight. Yeah. Um, and I would like to say that it's because my team planned our missions well. Where we were so no Black Hawk down Damn. type of situation. We definitely had a Marine helicopter uh, crash right outside of our base and it oh, took shit. like a three day firefight to get that thing Holy and the ordnance and them back in. Were you part of the firefight for three days? Yes, I was. Holy shit. And then was, how long was, did you guys plan for the mission? We didn't plan for it. The helicopter was taken off from our camp after uh, picking up some guys or whatever it is. And on the way out, it got shot and it crashed like 300 meters outside of our base. Damn. And then are you guys close to supplies and stuff? We were just on our base. Oh, on the base, oh, okay. On our base. So you had to go and try to yeah, so rescue. Was, like at three o'clock in the morning, we went out, picked up the pilots and everything like that. but. Uh, we started getting shot at, so we had to leave all the Hellfires, all the rockets, the missiles inside the helicopter. And then there's also crypto, which is the um, like the secret key to for communications inside the helicopter. That the way we communicate. So. Oh, I thought you guys used Bitcoin. I was like, God damn. <laughs> Different. They have. I mean, crypto in the helicopter. Yeah, it's a crypto cryptography key that oh, they yeah. use, you know. So, but we so we had to either destroy it, which they didn't want. They wanted us to retrieve all the missiles because it's a shit ton of money. So, we, in order to get that helicopter and everything back in, it was like a three-day gunfight to get it back. And they're just awake for three days? No, we rotated. Uh, pushed out depending on where we were and then uh, after the second day we've been awake for two days We had another team that came out and helped us So you had to salvage it piece by piece back to the base We literally just hooked two big like uh, military tow trucks on it dragged it as far as we can behind cover and then while under up. fire though Holy shit you have to put the, the hooks on while under fire. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. On, a, on a brighter note um What's the moment? That's the iPod porn is what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> now, on brother, on, on, in your whole like military career, uh, what's like the most GI Joe shit where you're like, fuck yeah, this is why I joined. Like, was there like it could be in training, it could be on deployment, but is there one where you're like either helicopter going over the ocean and you have fins on? Like, what was like that moment that you're like, fuck yeah, this is why I joined this shit? Uh, I mean, I think like on my. Second to last deployment, we were in the Philippines with um, this Navy um, squadron with HAC, HSC 85. It's like the special operations of the Navy for pilots. But we flew around and we literally looked, we're like shooting sniper rifles in the Philippines and we flew over Manila, wow. coming back in and like just kind of that surreal and your feet's hanging out of the helicopter. Yeah. You know, like, dude, this is fucking I feel like Bruce Willis right fucking now sick you know like yeah, that yeah, that I really still miss to this day like and that was more that was train like when you're shooting out of the helicopter was that training training okay. we're just training yeah oh, sick. Wow. yeah sick hey thank you for sharing man yeah, that was, yeah. uh, thanks man thank you for your service oh, man yeah thank, thank you for your service, service. Yeah, yeah for real yeah that shit's crazy cool, that's oh, fucking yeah. so cool yeah. I can't believe we know a marine raider yeah at least you went over to war versus you know just <laughs> 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 yes dude <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't doubt it, but you know, this fool wrote something all goddamn day. I gotta get one in, you know. <laughs> Second place this guy, bro. No, I, I gotta sweep the warehouse, dude. It's getting dirty in there. <laughs> <laughs>